0: Welcome to the latest episode of Pinnacles NFL Insight. I'm your host, Eric Eager from Sumer Sports. I'm joined by PFF data scientist, Ben Brown, and also legend, NBC, uh, you know, Drew Weary um, you know, <laughs> Whale Capper, you know, the one of the best, uh, the deep dive, one of the best gambling podcasts out there, especially now. Uh, that the, uh, the, the, well, I guess, Ben, you do, you do the, uh, PFF forecast now still, but, uh, I I'll say, I, I think the deep dive is my favorite betting podcast. Uh, you know, and it has been for a while. Drew Dinsick, Drew, how are you doing? You're from the, which hole at the waste management open?
1: We're looking up the fairway of the 18th hole. Uh, I did a show earlier where Jordan Spieth was in the bunker chipping out in the background. It was pretty fun. Um, it has been a ridiculously good tournament. This is like once in a lifetime, you get, uh, you know, 23 of the 24 best golfers in the world in the same city as the two best teams in football. Uh, and all of the, you know, all of this coalescing in one place, one time. So, uh, happy to be here and getting to experience it. And honestly, I had high expectations for the waste management open. They have been exceeded and it's only Thursday. Like, this is going to get cooler as it goes through the week. They're expecting something like 600,000 people out here. And, uh, I mean, you know, golf puts on a pretty solid product. So, uh, I'm having a great time. But uh, mostly, uh, at this point, I'm I'm excited for the Super Bowl, man. It's been a lot of talking. It's been a lot of talking about it. I think a lot of people are expecting a great game. Uh, I've taken a pretty strong stance, which is unusual. Usually, I'm the one preaching, like... You know, these markets are sharp. Don't be an idiot. Don't with conk your bankroll on a Super Bowl bet, which is the, you know, the most liquid market we have all year in this sport. Um, but uh, it, uh, it doesn't feel well priced to me this game. I don't think that there are some, there's some key stuff. I feel like hasn't been factored in.
0: Yeah. I think that that's a, a, a I, that was the impression I got. And I'm similar to you drew where this week I've had a pretty strong stance to under in this game. And yes. I, I just think the total is too high. I think, both teams, when they get in their groove um, in this one, the games go under and i i don't see a slugfest i it's weird I, and we'll we'll talk about this in a little bit obviously uh you know we we do want to preview uh the super bowl and that's going to be the majority of what we spend here i do have to uh read this though because uh pinnacle is putting on a you know continues to put on a pretty cool uh playoff uh competition and, and so here we go with the tension building here in arizona as we get ready for chiefs versus eagles but before it begins we would like to send a good luck message to the winner of the pinnacle big back competition who topped the latest leaderboard with the selections help through listening to the NFL insights on pinnacle.com, the world's sharpest bookmaker, gave you the chance to win a $10,000 bet on football's biggest game with Pinnacle's big bet. And that bet has now been placed. The winner has decided to place the bet on the Philadelphia Eagles, oh, which is disappointing. Not necessarily what I'm guessing Drew But bet. And it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny because you. It's cool. You know, obviously I listen to you guys' show and you guys are very, very, and, and you too, Ben, you guys are very, very responsible semantically uh, about where you stand on games because you don't want to you know, lead the listener astray. Um, sure. but, but there were a couple tweets that I tweeted at that, that Drew liked that I made me, made me realize that he, he wants my. My my Kansas City Chiefs to win the Super Bowl here, um, and, and 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 so I feel like uh, my fandom is on the right side here. But yes, the, the 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 bet the winner of this competition has placed a bet on the Philadelphia Eagles for ten thousand dollars. The win if it wins, they he will he or she will win eighty four hundred dollars. Um, so good luck with the big bet. There will be more prizes to to be won in two thousand and twenty three with Pinnacle's big bet competition as well. So just click the link. In the description to learn more, Ben. We've been doing <laughs> this podcast all year, and I think that we've 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 had some major hits, right? We had the Jaguars, you know, midseason to to win the AFC South. We had, yes. you know, you know Patrick Mahomes, uh, you know, back when Jalen Hurts was like minus one hundred and fifty to win MVP. We're like, okay, this is ridiculous. Play, you know, take the field there. Uh, obviously, Detroit going over their win total. That was really fun. Um, this is one though you know, Chiefs, Eagles, whereas Drew said, there's not, you know, in this game, it's very liquid, but because this number is so close to zero, right? Um, and, and I think most people will say, hey, between minus two and a half and plus two and a half, there's not that, that much in, in the way of value to be gained swinging from one to the other Ben, Do you think that there is, do you think that this is mispriced and you think Kansas City should be favoring this game?
2: Yeah, so I, I don't want to steal either of you guys' thunder, and I think just reading the tea leaves a little bit, I'm maybe the least bullish on the Kansas City Chiefs. I know for a fact I probably would be more so than Eric, but if, if, if Drew's leading the Chiefs' direction as well, I'll, I'll at least like, start it off by maybe trying to promote a little bit of the big bet and the reason why he probably went in the Eagles' direction on that one. But I, I do think, like for me personally, going into this game, I do have mainly futures, I would say on the Philadelphia Eagles. And the question for me has always been not necessarily like what side do I like, but if I really did want to hedge, I would say some Eagles future exposure on the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think at the opening number of minus two and a half, you know, minus two, basically, I think Circa was kind of like the the, the leader of being pro Chiefs kind of the opener or whatever. Like they, the, the, the market very much, I would say probably seemed the most correct from what I was seeing from a modeling perspective at that point at minus two and a half. I do think with a fully healthy Patrick Mahomes and a fully healthy receiving unit, which is very much probably the expectation now heading into the Super Bowl. Like, I do think the Chiefs are probably the correct side. Uh, to me, like the, the handicap and everything else, it does it, it seems maybe oversimplistic, but it does very much seem like if the Philadelphia Eagles can't really jump out to an early lead and can't really play from ahead, like this is a matchup that could very well get out of hand relatively quickly. And and if the Eagles are in that sort of scenario, like there's still a number of viable paths to the Chiefs actually winning. So Mahomes is very much the Trump card, obviously. I do think you know Philadelphia specifically has probably the match advantage and every other position outside of quarterback and tight end, but uh, the, the separation between, you know, where Patrick Mahomes and what Jalen Hurts can provide, uh, I think is too great to have the Chiefs out, say, be a slight dog right now.
0: Yeah, I think though, and, and Drew, you not only uh, were, were a fan of this, but also Jeffrey Benson, uh, one of the odds makers at Circa Las Vegas, which is always makes me know that I tweeted something good. Um, I don't think the matchup advantage everywhere else with Kansas City, like, like look, Offensive line, like Tooney and Humphrey, that's as good of left guard center as you're going to get in the NFL. Right guard Trey Smith pretty good. Tackles aren't great, but we saw against San Francisco that they can assuage that. Tight end, of course, is great. I think their their depth at wide receiver is pretty good. I know top end, uh, you know, they, they have, uh, you know, they have problems there. And, and I think their defense look six, you know, they're seventh in yards per play allowed. Uh, their defense, frankly, won them the last two playoff games. I think we're all sleeping on the Chiefs from player two to 53, Drew.
1: We agree 100% on that. I would even say that the way that the Chiefs defense is playing over the final stretch of the season is better than what you've seen from the Eagles. The Eagles had an absolute laughter of a performance against the Cowboys, uh, and, you know, to come down the stretch. And that wasn't, you know, you can, you can point to, well, yeah, they didn't have hurts. It was Gardner Mitchell. That Eagles defense got absolutely pushed, pushed around. Uh, and I don't see why the Chiefs wouldn't be able to have similar success. It's a, you know, I have never really loved the, you know, the Jonathan Gannon concept. Uh, of what he wants his defense to be from a, you know, from a a basic standpoint. We saw Mahomes go up against this, uh, unit last year. And granted, it wasn't the same personnel in terms of strength, but they got whatever they wanted in that game. What do you have? 500 yards passing? Like, and honestly, like they scored 40, what, 44 points? It felt like it could have been 84. Like they, they literally had no resistance, no answers. He shreds his soft zone. Uh, and I think, uh, in general, if you're like, Hey, man, uh, you, you, you know, the, the iterations Mahomes have had, has had to go through here now, particularly this year with this cast of characters, you no, know, no, no longer as Tyree Hill to throw to. It has only made him more dangerous. It has forced him to learn other ways to be the best quarterback in football. And now he comes into a game where he's got two weeks to get right. Uh, you know so the scrambling and the you know the pocket elusive elusiveness uh should be back and and you know i i just don't see how um you know even if you are sure that the uh eagles are better at two through 53 the one is the most important player right. on the field yeah. by a lot and <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and, yeah and, and, and yeah the the angle that I, i've been dying to talk to you about because it you have to you have to take into a lot of Intangibles to come up with a fair price for a matchup like this. These are both excellent teams. Everyone knows this, right? And if you were to tell me that neutral strength, middle of the season, this is a you know the, you know neutral field, uh, just based on strength, middle of the season, this is a coin flip between these two teams, I'm not going to argue with that. but Yeah, fine. They, it's shades of gray. Who's better in you know in, in neutral state? This is not a neutral state. This is Andy Reid's fourth Super Bowl. This is Mahomes' third. You know, I vividly remember what Jalen Hurts looked like in his first playoff game against the Buccaneers last year. And this is even more pressure. This is an even more significant position. And he is not out there talking like, yeah, shoulder feels great. Love the zip I'm getting off my ball. I watched him throw against San Francisco 49ers. It was not impressive at all. I came out of that Niners Eagles game, and my major takeaway wasn't like, wow, look at that. Look at that scoreboard. What a margin. They just beat the best defense in the NFL. No, my takeaway was dude, Hertz isn't making the throws that he was making over the first half of the season when this offense was its best Uh, completion percentage over expectation has been negative. Now, what four games in a row for him, Uh, his average average depth of target is down, which tells me he's not even really trusting to go to the deep ball as much. Like all these are huge red flags that, that Hertz could give you the deer in the headlights look. And like, I'm not saying that is what will happen, but if there is a meaningful probability of outcomes where he is nervous, he makes mistakes early, he's you know, down on himself or just a little bit inaccurate and can't make, you know, the, the, you know, the, the fizzle plays on a third and long, then this game could get out of hand quickly. Because the thing we've never seen all season is what do the Eagles look like with a deficit? We just, we have one example and it was commanders. And honestly, like everything went wrong for them in that game, penalties and all kinds of other nonsense. And and even then
0: drew, even then, like that was the week. Ten was the first game that the Eagles trailed in the second half, right? And they they you know passed for one hundred seventy yards. The following week against uh, the Colts, they yeah. won on a on a last second drive that didn't have a completion by Jalen Hurts against Jeff Saturday's Colts, and that was you know yeah. they won seventeen sixteen as one hundred seventy three passing yards. Against the Packers, they threw for 137 against that defense. The only reason, and they gave up 33 in that game, despite rushing themselves for 363 yards, um, yep. to your point. And, and then look, you look at the passing yards, the last three games that Hurts has played when healthy, 207 against the Giants, 148 against the Giants off a of bye, yep. 121 last week. I, I agree with you, and I think it's interesting. Um, because we see the point spread being, you know, really close to zero, you know, at Pinnacle, and you know, we got this far in the podcast without mentioning this, but you know, Pinnacle has the Eagles at currently minus one twenty one. This is the highest been for a while. Um, Chiefs are at plus one ten. Uh, you know, plus one's the the handicap with the, the Chiefs plus one hundred two. To lay a point, you have to pay minus one twelve uh, on, on the Eagles total of the game. Again, absurd. I think fifty and a half over minus one hundred nine under minus one hundred three. The I think. That whoever you think is going to win this game, you know, it's going to be a blowout. I I think whichever (laughs) advantage plays minus six and a half is probably the best bet. I didn't, you know, and, and so to me, that's how you play this game from a betting
1: standpoint. I think that you lay, you sell points, Ben, and you, and you get the payout. Right. You want to know something funny, Eric? Uh, real quick, just because you said minus six and a half. Uh, we're in Arizona. Betting is legal. Uh, I have been signing up for books and getting my, you know, my free bets everywhere, everywhere I can. Every single free bet. And I don't, I don't understand that they let you do this. Every single free bet I've played, KC minus six and a half. I think the best price I got was like plus 240. I think yeah. that's absolutely insane. And I agree with your, your take overall. And, uh, we forgot about the intangible. The big bet is on the Eagles. We're on the same side as the book. We're well, yeah, the same we, we, as we, book. Yeah. We, yeah we're much. the same and, as book. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah and we, by the way, we got, Drew brings we the up the same
1: needs, needs as Pinnacle. Yeah. I like that.
0: And while this doesn't apply to to Pinnacle because Pinnacle is such a great book they don't have to do these things, but for some of the square books that offer you free bets and things like that, the free bets you should take are are bets that are even money or better don't be laying don't be laying you know know, juice uh on free bets take the bets you know that where where you're getting a positive payout that that's always the way uh to play those ben um what do you think as far as you know what what's the scenario Ben, where this game is close
2: right and that was kind of what i was going to touch on because i do think drew brought up a really interesting point because i do think there's I would assign the probability of like a, a Patrick Mahomes like masterclass type game where like nothing else matters except for his performance, Pro- roughly probably around like ten to fifteen percent of outcomes or something like that. And then Drew brought up a point where there's very much a subset of scenarios where Jalen Hurts struggles and and nothing really else really matters. He turns the football over. The Eagles are kind of completely out of it or whatever. And I do think that's probably roughly in the same ballpark of probability, like ten to fifteen percent or something. And then there very much is you know seventy percent middle ground where a lot of things can happen, but I still think that probably tilts in the chiefs direction, given how much Patrick Mahomes is going to matter in a close game. So the scenario for me to see the Eagles actually win and probably win pretty convincingly is completely controlling, you know, the edge situation along the offensive line with their two superior tackles if Frank Clark and George Klofkis. I would say have some issues establishing the edge. And Steve Spagnola, I would say, kind of sits in the, you know, the too high cover shell situation and and kind of dares Jalen Hurts to throw to him. I don't expect them to actually have that be the game plan, but that, that has very much been their path, I would say, throughout the AFC, you know, uh, playoff pitcher and very much, you know, has been their preferred approach from a defense perspective. But if they're kind of stuck in that way, I, I do think the Eagles could jump out to an early lead, mainly on the back of Jalen Hurts' rushing ability and, and some Kenneth Gainwell and everything else and probably don't have to hit a ton of chunk plays through the passing game in order to arrive at that situation. And then if you do think that, yeah. you know, the pass rush for the Eagles can be successful, it probably would take a little bit of a limited patch Mahomes and not being able to kind of navigate outside the pocket and buy time for a receiving unit that, uh, you know, I-, I would say has kind of struggled outside of, you know, Travis Kelsey to actually gain separation quickly. Like that's got to be the path to the Philadelphia Eagles. But I think yeah. that is like a not only a finite you know, subset of games, but uh, it is also asking a lot from a lot of different places in order for the Eagles to be successful.
0: Hot hot take, Drew, before we let you go and before we 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 close a book on this season's worth of podcast with myself and Ben Pinnacle here, Jalen Hurts is more injured than Mahomes. Let, let's 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 get this out here. Yeah, My man was winsing throwing the ball. Yeah. I've had you know high ankle sprains before. Like look, look the fact that Mahomes is out there and tested that ankle and, and you know, did everything. Had had plays where he he was hurt and he was dragging it around a little bit. And then you get two weeks off. Um, you're it, it, it's in a warm temperature as opposed to in Arrowhead where I was shivering in the stands for three freaking hours in a row. That that is the underplayed part of this. Is Jalen Hurts is more injured than Mahomes, and if that's the case, this number's ridiculous.
1: Yep. We agree 100%. I've been looking at a couple fun ways to play that angle too. Like you can get under longest completions under obviously player props from for hurts. Uh, I like uh, team total under 20 and a half at two to one for the Eagles. Uh, like they don't get out of the teens. That happens in a huge percentage of my outcomes here. Uh, and then similarly, like, uh, the, yeah, the, the idea of the fact that he has been vocal and that you watch that San Francisco tape and you can't, he doesn't have touch on the deep ball. They, he took a ton of shots as they were doing those design runs in the fourth quarter. All that is troubling. Um, Based on everything you guys laid out, it sounds like and I've been thinking about this, but I haven't fired yet. Uh, I was looking at just betting the second half under in the blind. Like there's a realistic like the second half of this game might stink. Right, like it might just yeah. be either whichever team is in control at halftime, two scores up, or gets up two scores early in the third quarter, like just puts this game to sleep. Uh, and so I've been staring at some of those props because they're all priced like this is going to be a shootout towards to the end. And yeah, that's possible. Sure, like that that could happen. That's not you now. Yeah, outlier. wire, but yeah,
0: that kind of reminds me of. And I don't mean to blaspheme Hurts, who's a legitimately good quarterback. I think when healthy, maybe not a, a max contract guy, but remember when Tim Tebow played that playoff game against Tom Brady. And they just got beat to sleep. And the fourth quarter of that game was just a bunch of handoffs. And they were just like, let's get out of this game without the guy being. And he had broken ribs, much like Hurts. And they were just like, and of course, Tebow is nowhere close to as good as Hurts. But like, they just were like, let's get out of this game, handing the ball off. let's, Let's minimize embarrassment. I think that's one. And if Mahomes is legitimately hurt, let's say that's a... Uh, you know, in the tale of probabilities, the Chiefs might do the same thing, right? And, and yeah. you know, the, the game against Tampa Bay where that, that game went over in the first half, uh, but but yeah. comfortably under the rest of the game, if I'm not mistaken, right? It was, like one, it was like 21-6 or 21-9 in the first half, and then the game went comfortably under the second half. Um, I, I think that's well, another outcome, Ben. Any closing remarks from you? We've gotten a really, I think, a really strong uh, stance and very well supported stance from Drew Ben. What's your final say on this uh, this final game of the 2022 NFL season?
2: Uh, I would say that I think you guys have convinced me now that I've got to talk live and in the flesh with you that I should very much be on the Chiefs side of things, even even to hedge my futures bets on the Eagles. I know I was pretty pro. Philadelphia yeah, this, to start everybody. Um, yeah. I, I figured it might happen actually after talking to Eric, but th- 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 there's obviously just like, way th- there's a ton more paths to the chiefs actually being successful. I would say overall, and yeah. if they do end up being behind, like th- there's still a ton of paths for them where I just don't see those sorts of outcomes favoring Philadelphia outside of getting to that early lead. So I, I do yeah. think the handicap is probably correct from that. perspective. Can I tee, uh,
1: sure. can I tee Eric up with a homework question? Okay. for um, Sure can you give me a price on the likelihood that we ever again in our lives get to bet on pat mahomes as a dog in the super bowl
0: that was gonna be my thing like so week ever again, week three of 2020 this is back you know when i lived you know when ohio didn't have legal sports betting and i, I called into the, my my one of my best friends radio station i said look mahomes is a field goal Mahomes is three and a half against Baltimore. I, I'm driving to Indiana to, to, you know, put my my mortgage on this. And, you know, it's few and far between. I mean, we got them plus four at home to the bill, or plus three to the bills at home, I think. They didn't cover that. Um, but for the most part, Mahomes is an underdog. I mean, yeah, you actually absolutely have to do it. And, you know, one one last question for you, Drew. Mahomes is at roughly, you know, let, let's look at what he at. is at at pinnacle if we have the, this, um, uh, you know, this market here. Um, for MVP of the game, uh, you know we we do have Mahomes, you know, possibly MVP. Like, what is there a a path where you wouldn't bet Mahomes to be MVP? And you're. You, like, oh yeah. Well, Patrick Mohan's be MVP on Pinnacle. This is the best price I see. Plus 130. Like, oh. is that another way to bet the Chiefs? Because we saw in Super Bowl 54, Damian Williams had the game winning touchdown, a game clinching touchdown, 100 and some odd yards rushing, 125 or so total yards, yeah. if I remember correctly. And Mahomes threw two interceptions and he still won MVP. I, I don't I think plus one thirty yeah. might be if you're if you have one bet to make uh this this in this game. Mahomes to win MVP feels like it sounds square, but it feels like the the right one.
1: Yeah. My equity for Mahomes MVP if the Chiefs win is in the low 90s. Um, so I the uh, math works out that I would take 130. Um, and honestly, like if you just do the thought exercise of I'm going to make a case for some other chief. It, it doesn't work, right? Kelsey, Kelsey, you, yeah. Something so obscene has to happen that you're better yeah. off just going and putting together some ridiculous same game parlay for that, right? Like, like you're going to get Scantling, a better price. If, yeah.
0: If Aldis Gantling goes for like 150 again and a touchdown, Mahomes is going to have a great game. If yeah. Kelsey catches 14 balls, yeah, it's because Mahomes does voodoo magic in the pocket. The running backs. I don't like, I don't think Pacheco is good enough to like even have the Damien Williams performance and the Damien Williams performance wasn't good enough to win MVP. And, and uh, you know, one angle that maybe we have not, you know, is the fact that some Chiefs are sick, but like that, of course, decreases the chance that Chris Jones will get MVP as he's been kind of sick this week. So yeah, I, I just think plus 130 is a, is a really good price, uh, you know, for Mahomes MVP. So, uh, guys, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, we know Drew has to get back to all the festivities in, uh, Arizona, Glendale, Scottsdale uh you know all around that place uh, you know uber i you know, i stayed in scottsdale went to phoenix for the convention center uh the, the whole place is amazing and, and obviously drew is is basking in it right now so really appreciate you hopping on with us drew uh ben it's been a really fun season uh so for drew dinsick for ben brown this has been eric Huger. this has been the pinnacle nfl insights podcast thank you for joining us and see you next year